today. Today we're going to do a podcast with me and my friend Isaiah. Hey, hey, hey. Hmm. Alright, today we're going to... Today, our podcast is going to consist of two topics instead of one today. After after talking between many, um, many ideas that we can do, we chose the idea to, to combine the idea of a conversation and a monologue. This way we can get the best of both worlds. So, so to do that, we're gonna talk about the three presidents. Isaiah will be talking about James Madison. I will be talking about James Monroe. And we will both talk about Andrew Jackson. Isaiah, hit it off. So all I have to say with can you sh- <laughs> Sorry, you can go. Keep that in too. Oh, keep it. All I have to say with James Madison <laughs> Sorry. All that I had to say uh about James Madison is that while he was a president beginning in eighteen oh nine through 1817 was that there was another war between the French and the British the British and French were still capturing and attacking American sailors so to solve that James Madison offered France and Britain a deal stop to stop attacking American ships and the US will stop trading with your their enemies france agreed with this deal therefore james madison honoring his deal cut off trade cut off the trading with great britain which was france's enemies unfortunately great britain continued to capture and attack american sailors James Madison strongly considered going to war with Great Britain again because they started they continued a cap, capturing and attacking American sailors. Thank you. Okay, before I start with James Monroe, Outside, it's already thundering, and we haven't on Andrew Jackson yet. <laughs> I guess the worst is coming up soon. Now, with James Monroe, can you stop? I'm sorry. Now, with James Monroe, he ruled from 1817 to 1825. But the first thing he was, and the first thing he started was the Monroe Doctrine. I knew I said that wrong. Don't judge. In 1823, President James Monroe made a speech to Congress saying the nations of North and South America were not to be considered for future colonization by European countries. Now, what would that mean? It means, well, the first thing is that the real reason why is because, but the thing that would happen because of this is it means that European countries were no longer allowed to start in their territory 
because that land belongs to, belongs to America and nobody else. In fact, it's all white. The U.S. The U.S. You by Europeans to take over any portion of the hemisphere as dangerous to our peace and safety. Which is, again, a joint move. The Monroe Doctrine was similar to the idea of isolatism created by George Washington. Europe was not allowed to interfere in American affairs. The Monroe Doctrine told the entire world that the United States was no longer a collection of individuals but a strong and confident and unit up and unity group of states. Now, you already know that's gonna cause some problems. So there's also the hands-off policy when European countries had to keep their quote unquote hands off American affairs and the no trap trespassing policy when European nations could not settle or colonize an American country. That also become a problem because where the people who are having a hard time in Europe need to move to America for a new teacher? You can't do that, and you're probably gonna die. Now let's talk about the Missouri Compromise, which I call half good, half bad compromise. So as America continued to add states to the country, there was a growing debate about whether states should be entered as free states which means that no slavery is allowed in those states. I think it should have been for all of the states from the beginning, but they also made slave states, which is which means slavery is, is allowed in the states, which, again, why do slaves still exist in times? 1820 back then. All right, now, Missouri, now, some more things about the Missouri Compromise was Missouri was entered country as a slave state. Well, Maine was entered into the country as a free state. An imaginary line was drawn across the center of the country, aka the red line on top of quote-unquote Arkansas territory. All of those states north of that line would be free states, which I think are the good states, and all new states south of that line would be slave states. It could have stopped storming outside. I didn't even get to Andrew Jackson yet. which I said unfair and, and cruel. People in the North were encouraged to return runaway states to their owners in the South. Now you, might, now, you might be wondering what this means. It means that anyone from the South who tried to go to the North would actually... We're back now, and now we're gonna keep on talking about the Missouri Compromise. Well, we're done with the uh, Missouri Compromise, actually. Now that I, now that I thought about it, but now let's talk about the era of good feeling. Monroe's presidency was known as the era of good feeling because it marked the end of the Federalist Party in America. For a short time, there was only one political party: Democratic Republican. So there was no political conflict. The party split into Democrats and Republicans separately, 
thus ending the era of good people. Now, you could as you can tell from the thunder and now the rain, he was a kind of bad president. But there's nothing that can compare worse to Andrew Jackson. Oh great, thunder rain now. So now it's time to talk about our last and worst president of the list, Andrew Jackson. Isaiah, you can start. Isaiah? I was muted. Um, that's happened twice this podcast. Oh, my God. So... As I was saying while I was muted by accident, Andrew Jackson thought that Native Americans were savages and didn't and they didn't deserve their land. So Native Americans were pulled from their homes to make room for white settlements. Alright. Native Americans that were pulled from their southern states like Georgia were forced to walk shackles at gunpoint. Now, that's like super horrible because they're just like living their life and then all of a sudden everybody's just like hands up and then, and now they're walking in. and they have to walk more than a thousand on many different routes that all that all led up to Oklahoma sadly one-third of all the Native Americans died on the way in and it's all because of Andrew and all because of Andrew Jackson's opinion on the like, I think it's super important uh, yes, I I agree that it is very unfair that they made that Andrew Jackson made Native Americans walk in shackles for more than a thousand miles. More than a thousand miles. A thousand miles is really really far, but I can just imagine. I, I can't even imagine more than a thousand miles. What That's out? crazy. In shackles with, like, while pointing guns at them. It's yeah, crazy. One wrong move and we're probably gonna get shot. Alright, <clears throat> but, but we can end it off saying bye. That a positive thing that Andrew Jackson did was he was actually the main founder of the Democratic Party. Yes. Some people wasn't hey. wasn't um Thomas Jefferson also a part of the Democratic Party? No, I think he was part of the Federalist Party actually. No, the Federalist was John Adams. Oh, I pay attention. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, sorry. All right. So, unfortunately, this is going to be our last in our last podcast. Sorry, not interview. Um, we we really hope to see you soon, and we really hope that you enjoyed our podcast. Thank you, and have a nice day. Yeah, this might be the end of our history, of our history series, but maybe we can make many more series in the future.
maybe. Hope you are looking forward to our next podcast if we make one. But hey, it's all up. It's all up to the coops. Never see it again.